0: Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author, and your everyday garden fanatic. I love walking through gardens. I love seeing what you like to grow, and I love helping you with your gardening questions. I hope also, too, wherever you are in Florida or in the southeast, you're safe, and you got through Hurricane Ian and the tropical storm Nicole all right. Uh, they are experiencing heavy rain from Nicole in North Carolina today. Oh, wow. Uh, lots of tornado warnings and stuff. So it's really gone up the coast there. So, Lizzie, you're here this morning, wonderful producer, to take your great phone calls. And uh, you can give us a call at one 455 2967 Or you can text us at 23680. Earlier in the program, in the first hour, we were talking to our wonderful sponsor, Dana Venrick, a uh, quality green specialist That's right. on growing citrus and wind-resistant trees. So if you missed that, you're going to want to go back to the, the first hour and and listen. But um, we also talked about leaves falling from a phone call and sinensis. I use the word senensis, and it is spelled S-E-N-E-S-C-E-N-C-E, senensis, And Merriam-Webster we'll go ahead and let John Denver welcome us in. I know we always enjoy John Denver dropping by.
1: Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, someone bless these seeds I sow. Someone warm them from below
2: till the rain comes tumbling down.
0: So, Merriam-Webster's first definition states that sinensis is the state of being old, the process of becoming old. And that's a good thing. You know, that's the opposite is not a good thing, right? And so the second definition is the growth phase in a plant or plant part, such as a leaf, from full maturity to death. Sinensis can be traced back to Latin, senex, meaning old. So sinensis is the life stage of a plant or a plant part when its metabolism slows prior to dying. So seasonal colors are in a shrub or tree's foliage all year round, but appear in the fall when the plant cannot keep chlorophyll within its sleeves. So we do have autumn foliage here in Florida and you can see it. Chlorophyll hides the burgundy oranges and purples and reds and yellows that are there throughout the entire lifetime of the leaf within its leaves. It's only when shorter days and cooler temperatures trigger the tree's bark to block the water and nutrients from the base of the leaf stopping the plant's ability to produce chlorophyll. When the green in the foliage dissipates, the other bright fall colors are visible throughout the leaf, with the veins being the final part of the leaf change color. This is because the veins are where nutrients were last available to the plant. Sinensis can also be brought on by damage or stress, like chlorosis, lack of water, disease, over-fertilizing, and sunburn, making the leaves turn color before dying. Tropical plants like a faded croton and coleus leaves, shade-loving plants and succulents are examples that can be commonly seen. So we are seeing a lot of sinensis now, especially in our wetland areas where we have the maples and the fall-changing color of trees. Let's quickly take Jackie in Melbourne. Good morning, Jackie. Hey, good morning, Teresa. How are you? I am great. How did you do
3: in the storm? Oh, I'm just grateful, only debris and a fence, but that's okay.
0: Okay, that, <laughs> is, that is okay. Yeah, we'll take it. I understand.
3: Yeah, um, so I I guess I'm not alone. I, most of our mango trees in my area in Melbourne didn't produce last year mm-hmm. for some reason. I've lived in the same home for now for six years and have always had such an abundance of beautiful quality mangoes. And mm-hmm. I heard your um, call about the pear tree. Um, is that the type of fertilizer I should use for my... Mango
0: and when should I fertilize? Yes, and so um, so do you fertilize it at all? Um, You know what? Not usually. And I'm (laughs) and and (laughs) you've been very blessed. (laughs) (laughs) You're very blessed to have been getting a good harvest each year. And so yes, and so there's some years, especially when you have really heavy harvest or your plant produces really well one year, it decides to take a year off. But okay. if it's fertilized on a regular basis, and that can be two to three times a year with the 666 888 balanced fertilizer, okay. follow the okay. label on the amounts. And uh, that will help it get through those years that maybe it just doesn't have enough energy to produce. So, three times a year, so when should I? Um, I would do it, so I wouldn't do it now because it's going into winter season and we don't want to produce any new leaves right now. And so, yes, spring, and then I would do it beginning of summer and then maybe at the end of August, September. So, you know, follow the label. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. All right. That was a great question. And uh, it's, uh, you know, one of those things that, you know, we need fertilizer for our trees and shrubs. To, to produce. And so if they're not uh, producing like you, like you want, if they're, not, if they're sickly, not growing as much, they don't look so good, they're getting insects and disease, you want to make sure you're fertilizing. And that's going to give them the necessary nutrients to be strong and healthy and be resistant to those diseases and insects. So, you know, insects can smell, you know, stressed out plants literally miles away they can smell you know stressed out pine trees miles away so you want to make sure you're you're being a good steward of your landscape and fertilizing on a regular basis we have tom mccubbin coming up from the responsible Solutions studios i'm Teresa watkins But saturday morning you're listening to better lawns and gardens and this is florida's talk and entertainment network
4: I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow winding river. I love the lake.
2: Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family.
1: My child. My best friend from first grade.
2: If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission.
1: Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in
2: advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines.
1: 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. That's 802-341-4542.
5: Recently, I was on a flight writing on a legal pad, and the man next to me struck up a conversation. Are you an author, he asked. I said, no, I'm actually a preacher. Well, the look on his face was priceless. How would you feel if you're stuck sitting next to a preacher for several hours? Surprisingly, though, we had a good conversation. He asked me several questions about Jesus, and I told him that the Bible says if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, Christianity is worthless. Ever thought about that? You see, the truthfulness of Christianity hinges on whether Jesus died and rose from the grave. There's great evidence for it. And I'm one of the billions of Christians around the globe who believes that the resurrection really happened. If Jesus did conquer death, then he's worthy of your trust. If he didn't, reject him because he's a fraud. I believe he really conquered death. What do you believe? This is Brian Wright speaking right from my
2: heart.
0: For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org.
2: Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it.
1: 800 398 0651. 800 398 0651. 800 398 0651. That's 800 398 0651.
6: How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR.
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm joined right now by the University of Florida's Professor Emeritus and Better Lawns and Gardens, host emeritus, Tom McCubbin. Good morning, Tom. Thank you for joining us this morning.
7: Good morning, Teresa. When you talked about the dirty word today, I thought you were talking about me, Senescence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, it's something we all strive for, right? You know, we strive to, to be... Uh, I don't I don't know.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be a new shoot out of the ground, I believe.
0: I think so. <laughs> you know, you, you think about it that way, of course. But I just wanted to know, how did you and Joni do through Ian and Nicole? Well, we did well. You know, our home
7: has been through about eight hurricanes, I guess, since it's been built. And uh, it st- stood up well. Now, the garden... Not not as well. My corn, this is terrible. My corn was just about ready to harvest, and the winds flattened it, and the cold w- uh-huh. winds flattened it. When Ian came through, my son was here, and he saw the corn flatten to the ground, but it was young plants, and corn will pull itself back up when it's young. But this here, I'm going to be harvesting from right on the surface of the soil.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm sorry to hear that. How much rain did you get? You know, we only got about four inches. Uh, what happened, I lost electricity very briefly,
7: but it resets my measuring devices. Uh, so uh, I figure after I started calculating again, we got somewhere around four inches total.
0: I, I, I see that. So now, so what is the first, listeners, first thing listeners should do when they go out and they inspect their landscape? And what, if, what should they be looking for? Yeah, you walk around the landscape, and you pick up the debris, and if you're you're
7: like me, you have lots of containers, you have lots of plants, and you upright the containers, you put the planter boxes back up, and then you start looking at the plants. I mean, if they're kind of flattened out, then you may have to do some pruning, you may have to reset them, Uh, but in general, you know, things came through pretty good. If there's some really severe damage, then you may need some professional help.
0: Okay. Uh, Leaning trees and shrubs, you know, how should uh, homeowners upright them? Because, I mean, isn't there going to be air pockets in 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 the root ball area? You know, I don't worry about air
7: pockets too much, but you are going to have roots that have been lifted up. So you're probably going to have to dig some soil out on one side, maybe cut some roots, push the plant back up, fill in with soil, just like if you were planting it on the one side. Hopefully, the other side is still going to be in contact. The roots are taking up moisture. It's not a complete replant job. It's just a matter of getting it upright and getting that one side down in the ground again and the plant uh, you know, level, basically. So... If it's a small tree, you won't have any trouble if it's a large tree you're going to need help here's the other thing the thing about if you don't do it now shortly after the storm, the tree is going to root down and it's going to be kept in that leaning position so you need to do it as soon as possible
0: yeah there are some highway uh uh that are planted with pines that have been pushed over by the storms that we've had over the last five or six years, and they've never been uprighted, and they're growing diagonally, (laughs) these these trees.
7: You know, that that can be a valuable tree to you if you're uh, planting a landscape. We pay big bucks for palms that have been bent over by storms and then started shooting back up straight again,
0: and same thing with trees. So uh, maybe you have something valuable growing there. I don't know. (laughs) We can teach palm trees how to sit up right, right. yeah (laughs) okay so i was consulting this week and like i know you do often and um my clients were concerned about their tababouyas that don't have any leaves on them at all and that oak trees they they thought well, what's the matter with the oak trees they look so sparse are they healthy and it's we just had two storms what would you tell them about their tababouyas these leafless trees
7: yeah, You know, if it's just wind damage where the leaves have been blown off, uh, they're going to come back. It's not, no worry. Cataboulias, of course, will lose their leaves during the winter months anyway. Some may be dropping them already. Uh, but, uh, it, it, you know, if it's damage to the limbs where the cracks are broken and, and the leaves are actually dying, then then you may have to do some trimming. But I expect all the trees to come, come back where the leaves are just blown off. I, I don't see it to be a big problem. How about you?
0: Well, I, I don't think it'll be a problem either. I'm, I am t- told, you know, especially with trees, like you say, that are going deciduous. I'm just worried about the flooding and the combination of the wind and the flooding of the roots. What would you? Yeah, that can be a problem. But, you know, most of the trees are pretty tough uh, unless
7: they stay flooded. If you're up around Sanford, you know, the situation up there Mm -hmm. where plants are just sitting underwater for a long period of time, ever since Ian, uh, I expect some rot there and I expect some uh, plant decline. Uh, But if it drains off, even though they've been pretty wet, most of the roots of counter in the upper 6 to 12 inches anyway.
0: I was looking at large um, hibiscus trees that are like 6 feet tall, and just when you scrape back the bark, it's still green. So I'm thinking they're going to recover, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. I've got hope there. I'm, a, I'm an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So now what about palm trees? They can handle the wind pretty well. Um, what, what are you seeing out there?
7: Yeah, the palm trees are surviving. Uh, Dana talked about the cabbage palms. There's a lot of palms that are just totally okay, and cabbage palms can take some of the wet soil conditions anyway. So I, I think in general palms are fine. If there's one that does blown over some and had a poor root system, maybe just upright it and it'll root down again. Uh, I know some palms that are in wet areas, big Washington palms, and we just write them back up and, and they re-root down.
0: Yeah, we, we're pretty resilient here in florida uh so you know flood's still recovering from ian and we got you know that the three to five inches of rain throughout florida again how do you know if your turf is going to recover uh by looking at it
7: Yeah, I look at the runners. If you're talking about St. Augustine in particular, uh, St. Augustine can take a fair amount of uh, moisture. We see it growing down near the lakes and into the lakes, actually. Uh, But uh, if the runners are still nice and green, even though the tops may be brown, uh, and you see any nice little green shoots starting to come back Mm -hmm. up, you know you're going to be okay. If the runners are brown, then you probably have dead turf and you're going to have to replace it.
0: Right, so now, what about fertilizing? I know we told everybody to fertilize right at you know beginning of october uh and and so is that all leached away? What should we do Should we refertilize? You
7: know, I don't think that need to refertilize fertilizers today are slow release. A lot of areas have the 65% slow release law uh, if it's available, and it's not going to wash away. May may be down in the soil just a little bit more, and it's going to continue to break down. What you may want to put down if the grass is a little on the yellowish-green side, maybe some minor nutrients. But I, I don't think it's necessary to refertilize.
0: Okay, I, that's that's good to hear because that's a lot of money, and I don't want to contribute to any more stormwater runoff or pollution. You know that we people fertilizing too much. Uh, yeah so,
7: it's 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 kind of rare that fertilizer moves laterally across the surface of the soil, even when banks have been fertilized, it normally goes down straight. so if it's only the four inches of rain here lately, I, I don't see a major problem
0: that's that's good to hear so now we've had the rainfall after Ian and then we went through a really dry spell and then we had Nicole's rainfall. What should we be looking for? Can we still see stress damage from these storms later on? What should we be looking for in our containers? in our shrubs and trees?
7: You know, it all depends on how bad the root system's damage. damaged. The roots is the, is the life of the plants, and if the roots are were too dry and the plants were not growing properly to start off with uh, and they became flooded all of a sudden, you may get some rot there and the plants may decline. But it's like Dana was saying, you know, there's some areas that are, that are dry still. We see all these wet areas, but some areas where the soil just repels the moisture, uh, they may need uh, extra care. So. Uh,
0: if the plants are, are okay, they're moist, I think they'll recover for you. Wonderful. That's great news. I mean, it's just it's just wonderful that we're going to recover from this. How should people assess their their damage that they have in their landscape, whether they should do it themselves or whether they need a professional? Yeah, you know, a lot of people want to get
7: on that ladder and start doing some pruning on the tree limbs yeah. and things like that. My rule is, you know, if you can't do it with a small step ladder, then you need a professional to do it. And on the second thing is, if it's more than you think you can do in a reasonable amount of time, get some help to come in and help you do it. Regretfully, the help's going to be kind of hard to find, or it's going to take a lot longer to get them to come anyway, so that can be part of the problem. But uh,
0: outside, if it's more than you can do,
7: uh, don't get out on those limbs and things of that nature.
0: That is, that is so true. And then, you know, we really do, you know, tell people, you know, beginning of springtime, during spring, is to do the time to assess your trees and get that work done before the hurricane instead of after, and it, it makes the, the damage less.
7: Oh, yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, trees have been properly taken care of are normally pretty sturdy and, and capable of surviving some pretty heavy winds.
0: That's great. Now, your books are collector's items. They are the Bible for Florida gardeners. And I was looking at all of them that I have in my library. And last year, you, you um, had a second edition of the Florida gardener's handbook come out. So people can find that. And that book is all you need to know about how to plant, plan and maintain a Florida garden. So where can people find your books?
7: You know, I'd go up online. Uh, some of the uh, local bookstores may have them also, but I just go up online. Uh, you know, I need a, a copies sometimes myself and I can find them there, and if I want some of the older books. It, it's just amazing. They're they're all available out there, so just put the titles in, like The Edible Landscape, for instance. Still out there, still up
0: online. It is, and it, like I say, I carry, Lizzie can tell you, I carry your books yes. in my bag every week. She does. <laughs> it's so awesome. You
7: know, I, I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate people putting them to work, and, and every now and then I'll go someplace, and somebody will bring one to me. They say, we didn't get it signed, Would you sign it now, and I say, sure, and it's it's all tattered and torn and war- worked on and marked up. And I- that makes me happy. I say, wow, that that's really great. Well,
0: that's good because that means that people are actually using it. And Teresa's showing
3: me hers. And, Tom, you should bring her another copy. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: It is, it is all tagged and postmarked, and it's got paper clips all throughout. I think I saw a seed fall out, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's, been, it's been sprouting something from inside It of me. has. <laughs> and so I certainly appreciate you coming on, Tom, this morning. Uh, it's, it's been wonderful to talk with you. Give Joni a big hug for us and well,
7: Dennis, uh say hi to tony for me and it's always a pleasure i always enjoy talking with you that's for sure well thank
0: you we've got big plans coming up for the holiday season so everyone can yes, look forward to hearing you more often so appreciate it tom you have a good weekend
7: okay lizzie Teresa, take care now bye-bye
0: bye-bye thank you so much we're going to take a break right now we have um it's the perfect time to go ahead and give us a call one 888 lawns or you can Dial 888 or you can text 23680. Uh, let's go to um, the call. Planting cherry tomatoes this time of the year, JAC in Cocoa Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, t- the time of the year for tomatoes is going. If you have them already growing and you've been growing them since the summertime I, and they're still producing, I wouldn't throw it away, but you don't want to plant tomatoes this time of the year. They're going to get zapped. And uh, then uh, we have, oh, all such great text messages on foxtail palms, growth on shrubbery and roundup, and then a soursop tree. We're going to talk about soursop. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens if it's Saturday morning. And this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
1: Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-712-8082. 800-712-8082, 800-712-8082, that's 800-712-8082, NMLS 6606, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend, subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify, terms and conditions apply, equal housing opportunity.
6: I'm so glad we left that stupid party. No joke. Hey, baby, are you an overdue library book? Because you got fine written all over you. Oh, barf. What about that girl with the hoop earrings? Ridiculous. When she was dancing... Megan, look out! Look out! (gasps) Oh, oh. Oh, my God, Becky. Becky, are you okay? My arm. I think it's broken. Can you bend it? It's already bent. In the wrong direction. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. I only had a few drinks, I was just buzzed. Really, just buzzed? Yeah, I swear. Well, in that case, my arm is fine. Ah, that's better. You're really okay? You're serious, Becky? No genius, I'm not serious. Ow,
0: my arm, it hurts. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the US Department of Transportation,
6: the Ad Council and this station.
8: At any given moment, somewhere in America, a baby is taking a first step, a developmental milestone. But for too many parents, a baby's first steps aren't just a milestone, they're a miracle. These are the parents of babies who were born prematurely or with birth defects. It's a crisis affecting more than half a million babies in the United States each year. You can help them by joining volunteers like you who walk in march for babies. The money you raise funds research and local programs that help babies overcome the challenges of premature birth and birth defects. Together, our steps make stronger, healthier babies a reality for thousands of families. Sign up today at marchforbabies.org to take the steps that help make milestones and even miracles possible. Who will you march for?
1: You're back
6: to school. Okay, I got it. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted, and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council.
5: We all play a role in keeping our community safe.
8: For too many parents, a baby's first steps aren't just a milestone, they're a miracle, made possible by volunteers like you who walk in March for Babies. The money you raise funds research and local programs that help babies overcome the challenges of premature birth and birth defects. Sign up today at marchforbabies.org to take the steps that help make milestones and even miracles possible for thousands of families. Who will you march for?
0: back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. If you know someone who loves to garden or has a question, please let them know about Better Lawns and Gardens and tell them to call in with their gardening questions so I can help them too. You can call me at 1-888-455-2967 or you can text me at 23680. Let's go to Eileen in Polk City. Good morning, Eileen. Good morning. How are you? We are good. How did you do in Polk City? (laughs) 16 inches of rain. Oh, my goodness gracious. And, you know, you were all... I mean, Polk County was still flooded when I drove through there on Wednesday, and I was thinking about Nicole coming through. You had 16 inches of rain. So, our And then are you...
3: it rained and then to add insult to injury, it rained all day yesterday. Wow. Wow. And we are so flooded. Are you it on is... your property? Yes.
0: What are you what are you going to do? Nothing. <laughs> Let the it's just going to percolate. <laughs> There's nothing, you know. Let
3: God take care of it. Yes. shine. There's nothing you can do. How
0: How were the winds?
3: Oh, horrible! Was absolutely horrible. We put our awnings down, mm-hmm. and I'm glad we did. It was absolutely horrible.
0: Well, I am and, sorry to hear that.
3: And we didn't put the awning back. Uh, on the back door, down, um, and it
0: broke off. Wow. Wow. So. And so what about your, you've got a lot of plants in containers, don't you?
3: um, They're on the porch.
0: You brought them in, okay.
3: Yes, I did, and they were fine. My butterfly gardens did not fare very well. Mm. Um, They got all tore up. Now, I'm assuming um, that they'll rebound eventually. They're all, you know, down right now. Um, they didn't come out of the ground or anything, but the wind just blew them around.
0: Laid them down. Um, were yeah. they were they flowering at the time? Yes, they were. Okay, so you have, like, pentas and um, salvia and, and plants like that? Yes. Okay, I would just, you know... Um, you can give them a little help and just cut them back, deadhead them, and okay. and they should recover um, fine. Okay. I, I don't see any problems. I love hearing the birds. You get, you hear the cardinals and and the Carolina wrens. I call see so you hear that little whippoor kind of the little trill there. That's a, oh yeah. I, I call that uh, the Home Depot bird. <laughs> and
3: the wren, the wren, has a nest
0: in our back tree. <laughs>
3: and how did and, the nest
0: do you
3: know i don't go near the nest
0: okay so but is it still there do you know
3: yeah it's still there Aww. because i see them going in the nest Aww. and um they're doing fine apparently and the bluebirds they came back
0: oh that's uh, so good to hear
3: yeah they're back this morning um I don't know where they go during a storm like that.
0: I don't either and I was thinking about the poor squirrels and you know that they, they they live up in the trees and I know that they're <laughs> what happens to the poor squirrels I'm just so I'm just oh, laughing. They're fine. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> They're fine because
3: my dog <laughs> went back there this morning and was chasing them, so they're fine. They're absolutely fine. I feed them peanuts, so they're doing absolutely fine. I saw probably 10, 15 of them this morning, so... Probably um, asking
0: for breakfast.
3: (laughs) Yeah, they were, they were, so I went back out there after she was done chasing everybody, I went back down there and... Fed them peanuts, <laughs> and you know it was like they all came down and grabbed breakfast. So, and I- Eileen's drive-through. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Eileen. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you had so much damage, and and you know, uh, it, it your butterfly garden will recover. Uh, the butterflies will return, like the squirrels and the birds, and um, and and you'll do just fine. Well, I have a question for
3: okay. you um my mums yes i um i deadheaded them okay now do i need to cut back to the all the way to the um stem part
0: um so you you deadheaded them and so you just took off the flower heads yes okay so i would let them be for right now and they're going to okay. start to produce again. I mean, I you can take off like a like, like an inch or so below the you know the the uh, flower, um, and it'll be just fine. And they're going to start to to grow again, and and they'll bloom again for you in the springtime, uh, okay. if you fertilize them. But uh, no, you don't need to cut them down too far. They'll be fine. Okay.
3: All That's right. What I was I wanted to know.
0: All right, Eileen. Thank you so much for checking in and and calling and asking a great question.
3: Yes, and I told Lizzie. That I don't know what her problem was, but she should have answered my call on the first (laughs) ring.
0: She's kind of busy producing a show. Why you gotta bring up old stuff? Come on,
3: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much. I love when she answers the phone, I really do.
0: Anyway, you have a great day. Thank you so much, Eileen. We love your call. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I can just She see, cracks me up. She does. She's so funny, and I love hearing the rooster behind there. Now we can add the Carolina wren, the, the buck store bird. And uh, and and I could just see ten to fifteen squirrels standing at the door. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I would be worried if fifteen squirrels were outside my my door. Uh, but uh, she is so generous, and uh, I, I love that. So that's well, a great call.
8: Well, it, our lines are open, and I will answer them. <laughs>
0: So one if you guys tri- want to, yeah, give us a call. one 888 2967 or you can text us at 23680. We have some great text messages on there. I did mention about the cherry tomatoes, and they, they texted back saying, well, if they're not supposed to be growing right now, why are they selling them? And right? that's just the nature of the industry. And they know someone is going to buy those cherry tomatoes, and they will, they will last. If we have a warm winter, they're going to last throughout. This is true. I've had cherry tomatoes tomatoes last over you know a year and uh go into a next season and and they do just fine it's just that they you know they don't produce as well as you know if you just change them out every year so they're they're considered annuals and uh, you know people just keep buying them you're listening to better lawns and gardens i'm Teresa watkins and this is Florida's talk and entertainment
5: is an actor portrayal
6: hi i'm sonia a health plan navigator i love my job because i make people's lives easier if you don't have access to health insurance through an employer i can help you find coverage that you may qualify for open enrollment ends january 15th so call now the help is free and there's no obligation a navigator will show you all your available health coverage options Dial pound 250 and say the keyword navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from My Heart Media.
2: Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Knock a call right now. 800-382-7624.
1: Eight hundred three eight two seven six two four. Eight hundred three eight two seven six two four. That's 800-382-7624.
6: Beko's new line of dishwashers feature Corner Intense, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Beko achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Beko, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Beko.com.
1: Call 800-363-7934. 800-363-7934. That's 800-363-7934. Paid for by Legal Alert Line.
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. We still have a few more minutes in our last segment to get your questions answered. We'd love to talk with you. And we have a caller right now. Good morning. How can I help you?
7: Yes, a couple of weeks ago, you we had a guy on and used uh, uh, garden soil year after year
0: after year. Mm-hmm. You know what the name of it was? Well, he just uses regular potting soil. So. Uh, that was Gary, and uh, from 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 Alabama, and uh, just any really good nutritious garden soil will do. He was just saying that you don't need to change it out every year. Okay, so some of the um, whatever you can get in the nurseries, potting soil. Um, you know, reliable peat has the gardener special for uh, raised beds. So any good potting soil that has, um, a, you know, a balance of nutrients in it. You know, some some of them come with fertilizer already in it. But you don't have to change out your potting soil every year. Yeah,
7: I I, I haven't changed mine in a couple of years. So i uh I've him talking about it. I just wanted to present any good stuff.
0: Well, you know, again, you know, you, you get what you pay for. It. And so some of the, the brands that are on the, on the market are very good. You can get them in the box stores and at the nurseries and uh, the, the premium potting soils. And then you just replace, you know, what you have lost because it does decompose and the microbes use it up and, in the, in the, you know, your plants use it up. So just adding more new soil on top. You don't have to change out and throw out the potting soil you have in your raised beds. All right, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I appreciate it. And so a really great question. I want to remind everyone we still have a few more spots on the best of English gardens, including the Chelsea Flower Show Backyard Garden Tours that we're going on next year. And that's going to be May 16th through May 25th. It's going to be 10 days and eight nights. And it's going to be a fabulous trip if you go to England anytime in the next generation. Mm -hmm. Next year is the year to go because of all of the honorariums and the celebrations for the King's coronation, which is going to be May 6th. Uh, We are going to be there during that month that they're celebrating the King's coronation. And then the Chelsea Flower Show is going to have the floral displays with the celebration of Queen Elizabeth II's life and honoring the new king. So it's going to be a fabulous year. Uh, We're going to visit all of the great gardens from Sissinghurst to Dix to uh, Whistley and, um, you know, all of the the different things. We are going to meet garden author Jenny Rose Carey, who I'm hoping to have on uh, in the next few weeks, and she is a fabulous garden author, and she is going to meet us there. It's going to be in London. We're going to get to see the best of England. Coronation years are just fabulous. So if you would like to go with me on this wonderful excursion. Uh, We're going to geek out at all the beautiful gardens, and I love going to it. It inspires me. It inspires my landscape designs that I do here in Florida. And uh, you can contact me through Better Lawns and Gardens. There's an exact link on betterlawns.com that you can see all of the trip and the contact information. We're going to go through Art and Bloom Garden Tours we're going to have a marvelous time, and I wish you would join us because we're, we're just going to have a great time. Oh, I saw the lineup, and I'm so excited for you guys. I can't wait for you to get back and then get to you see, see everything. Oh, it'll be wonderful. It's going to be a wonderful time of the year to go. And again, same month, we're just going to go just right after uh, the King's coronation. So it's going to be a fabulous time. And so betterlawns.com if you would like to learn more about the trip and how to go with us. We just have a few more spots left. Let's go to the text messages here. Lori in Melbourne. Thank you, Lori, for texting. You have a perfect text message. She is in Melbourne. She bought three foxtail palms at a garage sale. They're four feet high. and They look great. Should I plant now or wait till spring? Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. Well, thank you, Lori, for texting us. That's wonderful. Um, I would go ahead and plant them now. Uh, We've still got about six to eight weeks um, before we get really cold weather uh, in uh, January, and I think they'll be fine. And they're short enough that if we do get a very hard freeze, you'll be able to cover them easily with a refrigerator box, a washing machine box, um, and or uh, frost blankets. And you, you know, they'll be easy to protect. So go ahead and plant them now. I think that's a great idea. All right. And so our next text message, George in Ormond, thank you very much for a perfect text message, can round up, stunt the growth of shrubbery. My yard man used it for weeds around my shrubbery two years ago, and the shrubs lost their leaves and looked dead. This year they're coming back, although they are struggling. George in Ormond, yes. Weeding and edging with roundup is not a good idea in your garden beds. It does get through the soil it does affect the roots and and you know and that's what it's supposed to do. It is an herbicide, but you know you cannot protect your shrubs that are in the ground um, if they're spraying that um roundup around the um, the base of it so i don't know how they look now, whether you want to cut them back and hopefully the new growth will be um you know uh, it will have um Resolved the issue of the Roundup. It, it maybe sh- go. I would also say too, if you hand water them and get them through uh, that process of the Roundup herbicide, get that out of their system. Uh, they may be a little bit better. For it. you want to make sure you're fertilizing and getting some good nutrition to your shrubs and landscape. And don't let your landscapers edge your garden beds with Roundup. Okay. Now there was interesting news yesterday. Um, Bear. Advance won their um, their uh, court case roundup. Oh wow! They um, turned um, over the um, the lawsuits, and so they won their court case roundup. Does not cause cancer, and uh, did not affect those. You know, the the, the the lawsuit there. So that was interesting. This is their sixth case, and they've won every single time. Going by the science, it um, does not um, hurt in that in that way. So it was kind of good to hear. That it, the science wins out. Um, bought a sour tree on a whim, maybe a year old. When can I expect fruit? They want fruit from children, isn't that something? So, <laughs> yes, it's a year old, and you know, hurry up and produce fruit. Well, you should get fruit next year. Uh, so, you know, it just depends on how often you're fertilizing. You want to make sure it's nice and healthy, okay? And you don't say how tall it is. I would say that you're going to get fruit when it is five to six feet tall, you should get a good harvest. So it may be a few years before you do that. Um, If it's only three to four feet tall, it may not um, get it. Um, uh, But I would just see if you get flowers and that they stay on. If it's got good nutrition and it's healthy and it's getting good water, then um, you could could see a fruit next year. But I wouldn't expect a bountiful harvest for about... five to seven years. Okay. Uh, Good morning. And so Gina from Melbourne is taking issue with nurseries and uh, selling in the home centers, selling cherry tomatoes if they don't grow this time of the year. Well, they can if the winter stays warm. Okay. And so, but we, you know, when you say we plant them in the fall, yes, this is fall, but it's at the end of our fall season. Tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, including should be started in August And then you have them August, September, October, November. If you're buying them now, if they're mature and you're just buying a mature plant, that's okay. But starting seedlings in November is not recommended. Um, And so, you know, we we plant our tomatoes two times a year. Once in the springtime, you know, March and April, we can start planting. And then uh, you can also Uh, you know, start planting them again in September and October. And cherry tomatoes last longer through the season, so you can get them started in the springtime and then also go through uh, the summer with them, and they keep on producing. So don't be mad, Gina, but, you know, understand you don't necessarily want to buy, you know, go to a a, a nursery that has the correct plants that are there. Uh, Just put new potting soil on top of mix. It is in um, mix, repot, and how. Uh, So you can mix it in. I would mix it up and kind of add the the new potting soil into your bed and kind of get it to the bottom and kind of, you know, stir it up, and it will be just fine. I live in North uh, Tallahassee. I think that is TL. Would you say that's Tallahassee? Yeah, it looks like that. Okay, and my peach tree has a white fungus on it. Thank you, Rick. Well, uh, Rick, I didn't do anything to create a fungus on your tree, so no need to thank me. But you can put a fungicide on it. But if you know, you got to figure out what it is first. If you'll send me a picture of what it is, um, and I can kind of tell then. So, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, she lives lives in North Florida there. So thank you, Rick. Uh, send me an email. I would like to thank Dana Venrick for our first hour. He has such a great nursery, and we're so glad he can join us and give us all his great information. And a big thank you to Tom McCubbin for uh, helping us through the storm and getting cleaned up. Lizzie, thank you for always doing a good job. Aww. You're just incredible. Well, thank I'm... you for allowing me. And I also want to thank our listeners. You guys are the best. Not only do you call, but you text properly, you email. We love you. I know. We do. So much so, and we so appreciate it. We appreciate all our listeners here in Florida in the Southeast, all across the country, in California, and our listeners in Canada. We love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us every week. We certainly do appreciate, and uh, we, just, we just we just love you guys. And so uh, go to our website, betterlawns.com. You can also hear the show on podcast on iHeartRadio and iTunes and on audioboom.com. Just Google Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. Thank you for joining us every week from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, maker of organic mosquito bits and dunks and organic year-round oil spray. It's Saturday morning. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
8: companies at Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check.
1: 800-513-1652, 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.